0: You've played the missions, but do you really know the lore?
1: We're here to be your guides,
0: your guardians.
1: This is Guardians of Lore. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, Guardians. Welcome to Guardians of Lore. This is episode 170, recorded May 24th, 2023. Topic for this episode is Guardian Games 2023. I'm going to be your host this time. I am Elemist. Hey, I'm Orchid. Hey, Orchid. Hello. So we've got some podcast info. We encourage feedback. That can be sent to us on Twitter at guardians underscore lore, at hey it's Orchid or at i underscore m underscore elemist you can email us at guardians underscore lore at outlook.com you can leave us a review wherever you find the podcast you know what you could also jump into our discord the invite is in the episode description but if you want to type it out it's discord.gg slash lore hub you could also find us on instagram at guardians so you
0: said the thing
1: And if you'd like to support the podcast, you can visit ko-fi.com slash guardians underscore lore. Every little bit helps, and we greatly appreciate it.
0: Thank you for giving us your silver and bright dust instead of buying (laughs) $20 worth of cool Sony outfits this season. Yeah. We're cheaper than buying outfits in Eververse.
1: Yeah. Let that sink in. Uh, thanks again to our subscribers, Valaragna, Linkman22, Curse-Breaking Reckoner Warlock Doom, Byer Byard, Saladin's Croutons, and Unnamed Guardian.
0: Lesson 3.
1: We know who you are. Uh, you can find our info on thelordnetwork.com, alongside many impressive lore content creators.
0: We're still there. Yeah, we are. Yeah! Fuck yeah. Something. 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 Aggressive sounds.
1: <laughs> so this week at Guardians of Lore, the Twaggle New season. Who dis?
0: Confimption.
1: Oddly enough, you can fish without bait.
0: I know, but you have to have a perfect catch or you get nothing.
1: Yeah. And it feels like the, the timing is a little tighter.
0: Yeah. Anyway, they're a real MMO now because they have fishing. Congratulations, you've now joined the ranks of every other game ever that has fishing. I love fishing in all MMOs, so I'm my life is now complete. I can just fish in this game and not do anything else. So you'll see me fishing and not playing the rest of the game.
1: It is such a good activity.
0: If you see me in like New World or Final Fantasy or Animal Crossing or... Stardew Valley, I'm just fishing. I'm not (laughs) doing anything else. That's what I do in those games.
1: The only problem that I have with it is that it gets interrupted by public events.
0: I know. I hate that. I hate that so much. That's the
1: only downside to fishing.
0: I just want to fish. I don't want to do the public (laughs) events.
1: Right? Like, I've been doing them for, at this point, seven years.
0: Yeah, I've been doing them since the beginning of the game. I don't want to do them anymore. I don't. Right. Want, I want to fish now. Let me catch all of the super punny names of all the fish. They're so funny. Oh my funny. god, yes. Good job. Good job, narrative team. So funny. So oh
1: good. Oh my god, yes.
0: I love them so much. All of the triumph names that are associated with fishing and all of the fish names are so good like gotta hook them all is my favorite (laughs) triumph name
1: that one speaks to me
0: Uh, i know my friend made that triumph name (laughs) so i'm like
1: that one (laughs) speaks to me thank your friend for for me (laughs)
0: I will, but the fish names are all so funny. So like, oh my God, yes. The team that wrote all of them is very good. They're so good. We'll have to go through a couple of them. After I catch all the fish, I'll have to go through and see which one's my favorite. But the frog is really cute.
1: Like at this point, I'm not even making favorites based off of like looks or anything. It's based off of the name.
0: That's pretty much how I'm doing it. <laughs> but cuz I'll catch one I'll be like, "Oh, that name's really funny." Oh, that name's really funny. Oh, that name's really funny. I'm in trouble. Like <laughs> it's just I'm catching them based on funny names.
1: So like for me, a lot of them are just the legendary fish ones. Mhm. Like those ones you can easily see what what um weapon they were specifically referring to and it's just it's so amazing so that's like a small portion of the seasonal content
0: are you sure because i'm pretty certain it's just fish
1: i mean that's that's the majority of where i'm gonna be sinking my time into
0: Uh, (laughs) funny joke
2: God damn it.
0: <laughs>
1: um, but we also had a a character that we previously had. Like, they disappeared.
0: They did.
1: And they, they came and back.
0: Went out like a badass. Um, And they came back. So Sloan, if we recall, last time on planets fucking disappeared and came back again two years ago. Um, Sloan got in her big mech suit and went to go punch the darkness.
1: She went ham on a bunch of hive.
0: Right. So Sloan was disappeared for like two years on the hive. Um, and apparently she's back now and is partially taken.
1: Her light is holding back the infection. Yes from what she was saying.
0: Uh Uh-huh. And so she can hear the whispers of the Taken, which she is like, she says it's akin to being on their radio frequency. And I'm like, that's worrying a little bit, but I'm glad you're here. I really missed you. Yay. (sighs) So, um, she's here. She... Called for help because the Leviathan, the big finch that we had on Titan in the big methane sea yep. forever, is a lady finch and her name is Asa. We find out. And Sloan called for help for her, for us.
1: And apparently, Asa was part of a species that was like one of the first victims of the witness.
0: Which is bullshit. So um, double hate the witness because, uh, wow, um, mind blown.
1: But she's a gentle giant.
0: She is. She just wants to do donuts in the sea. Yeah. Yeah. So we don't like that. Asa is cool. And we also learned the name of Sloan's ghost. Did we know the name of Sloan's ghost before this?
1: Not that I recall.
0: Okay, so Sloane's ghost is a uh, Shea Khan, which is uh, Irish Gaelic for peace.
1: That's ironic.
0: My Irish Gaelic is real bad, so
1: that's that's ironic for her character.
0: But like that's peace like um like the country is at peace and not like personal peace. Okay. yeah.
1: that makes more sense.
0: mm hmm <laughs> I mean, like, if you want like a personal piece, it's like shev, like, s- like swevness. I think is like personal piece. Swevness, swevness. I have bad pronunciation of this language. It, it's
1: better pronunciation than I would have.
0: Yeah, it's it's like it's like swevness. But it's but that's like personal piece or like tranquility or something. Gotcha. So. Okay. Yeah.
1: But. As part of the seasonal activity, we have a six-person activity called salvage.
0: Which is fun. It is. Yeah. Um, um, we get to go back into the arcology. Yes. Which is cool. It's full plants.
1: And then there's another activity called deep dive. And I, you had the perfect explanation of what this felt like.
0: Oh, no. So... The thing that I had been looking at earlier was like, it's kind of like Avalon, but when Elemis and I were talking about it, we're like, it's not, though, because there's no weapon tied to it and it's farmable. So it's kind of like Catch Crash, sort of, um, but it doesn't have matchmaking. So it's like Catch Crash and Avalon had a weird baby, but it has tentacle arms because it's in the ocean. So, it's like its own thing. It's like the treasure hunts. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like the treasure hunts, but they're really long and annoying.
1: I mean, Catch Crash was long and annoying, too, so.
0: I know. So, there's three of them. um, Twilight, Midnight, and Abyss. And they are time-gated. So, when are things in Destiny not time-gated? Right? (laughs) Ha <laughs> ha um, You can find plants for your fish tank in them. That's cool. And you can also activate something in them um, called pressure trials from Toland. This is neat. So if you find Toland, um, everyone in your fire team has to do this. Not just one person. Um, it'll spawn blights to pop up during the run. And you have to pop all of them to get bonuses at the end. Oh. So go do that. And I think it makes it just like a little more difficult, but it'll give you a bonus. Yeah. So, I mean, hey, bonuses.
1: I, I didn't even know about that, actually.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, pressure trials. Um, you also don't forget deep dive keys. Uh, those will give you extra rewards at the end of a deep dive. And those are not the same as salvage keys. Salvage keys are what open the treasure chest at the end of salvages. So deep dive keys you can get from the seasonal vendor rep rewards. You can also get them from your season pass and completing salvages also give you keys um, and putting fish in your aquarium will give you keys. So okay. but I think it's like the higher level fish, so like purple fish,
1: purple fish are higher. Makes mm-hmm. sense.
0: So that's everything I know about those.
1: And that's but, more than I knew. So, I mean, we're we're on yes. equal footing now.
0: Mm-hmm. But don't forget, you can find plants for your fish tank in them. That's yep. important. I don't know. Actually, I do know where they are. But you can look that up on the internet. So, I would look. It's the Twilight Plant and Twilight Flora are the two so far. Because it's just week one. But I'm sure you'll be able to find. I think there's two, like, per area that you can unlock probably so but i'd look up those so far because you gotta pimp out your fish tank Yeah, i feel like that's the most important thing
1: <laughs> yeah it's it's two per
0: <laughs> i feel like that's the most important thing in the entire season is your fish tank <laughs> mm, okay so what else came back this season i feel like you have the most important one
1: the good boy protocol is back
0: <gasps> Archie, our good boy Archie, the Good boy protocol ah! so where is Archie living?
1: Down in annex, like right between Ada and Drifter,
0: yeah, that's right. He's living right on that little stoop between Ada and Drifter.
1: He was so stressed out from being just- on the helm, like he has a cozy little home now with some <laughs> some like proper lighting. It's, it's, I'm happy.
0: He's he's just hanging out like a homeless, just like right there, like on a stoop.
1: No, not homeless. He lives at the tower.
0: Uh Uh-huh. I'm just very glad that he um, is next to the drifter. So they're going to become friends and do adventures together.
1: Oh my God. Drifter is shaggy. Archie is Scooby-Doo.
0: Quick, someone draw that for me. Like sewing scoop. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, yes, yes, amazing. Oh, oh okay. let's go
1: get some hive because I'm getting
0: munchies. <laughs> oh my god! No, don't <laughs> eat the hive. The hive aren't food. <laughs> the hive are not food. You can eat the Elixney.
1: We're allied with them.
0: Not all of them. Uh, and and there's other Elixney you can go eat.
1: And and Drifter's got a good barbecue recipe for him. So I mean Yeah, you might you might have something there.
0: Yeah. That's fine. Also, we went into his like in the first quest, like when we loaded in, we went into his like weird, like weirdly OSHA compliant, like gambit house where he had like warning signs up and it's like why is your falling apart gambit house like more osha compliant than like the tower the tower is right please why (laughs) uh, it was weird it,
1: it, it was weird but it was cool
0: it was really cool. It was cool to be back like on his, his ship. Um, I thought that was neat.
1: The derelict.
0: Yes. It was very derelict. It was, <laughs> it was living up to its name.
1: We also had a quest drop on Neomuna.
0: The veil quest.
1: There's some mixed feelings.
0: The gun is cool.
1: The gun is very cool.
0: I enjoyed the gun. It shades really well.
1: Oh my God, yes.
0: If you put moving shaders on it, a lot of the times the moving part will go like on the painted part. So if it like pulses with light, like pole position, the pole position part will like go on the, the painted part. So it'll like pulse on there. It's really neat. Yeah. And it, the gun feels nice. So
1: I, I haven't used it yet.
0: If you like hand cannons, it's a good 140. It feels nice. It's very poppy. Okay. Yeah.
1: So I I wanna get to some of the positives from that mission before we tear it apart.
0: Oh, I wasn't really gonna tear it apart. I was just gonna say that uh, it exists.
1: I would tear it apart. So Ugh. so positives. I enjoyed hearing from Chioma, uh, Chioma Essie, part of the Ishtar Collective. Mm -hmm. I loved hearing about her relationship with Maya Sundresh.
0: I loved hearing her voice.
1: Right. Like, this is the first time we've had anybody from the Ishtar Collective actually voiced.
0: And we got to hear about their, like, personal relationship. And even though we knew that she and Maya were married... I don't think a lot of people from Destiny Two knew that
1: they were in a relationship. Yeah, but like, the I don't the I don't think there was anything concrete for that. Hmm. But either way, like I I that was one of the highlights for the mission for me. Yeah. Um, the problem that I had with the mission, though, is that. This quest was supposed to tell us what the veil is. And we didn't get any information about that. So like it it that fact alone is leading me to believe that there's more to the quest coming. Bungie loves time gating shit.
0: Yeah. Um someone mentioned I think in our chat earlier. Yes. That uh So, according to Doom, uh, Bife seems to think there's multiple weeks to the quest. And A, good, but B, bad. Because, man, like, doing... I did the quest with my friend Mike. And while the quest was good, because, I mean, like, it was fun doing a new quest, I will always take new quests. Especially quests that are voiced, Yeah. Like, we had new Osiris lines, and I was like, what? Yep. So, like, any reason to have, like, new Osiris stuff. Because Osiris (laughs) is expensive. Like, getting that, like, Star Trek money, right? But...
1: (laughs) Still getting residuals from the mummy.
0: I know, right? Jesus, that guy. He's just getting paid all over the place. (laughs) But, like, at the same time, like, we have... Like, Forehead Magoo over here, Nimbus being like, We thought the Ishtar Collective brought the veil here. And, like, we all know that Savathun brought the veil and hid it. Like, we all know this already. It was in the lore. We all know this already.
1: Now, to defend Nimbus.
0: Don't do that. Don't defend Nimbus.
1: to defend, they don't
0: deserve defending.
1: To defend Nimbus on this fact. It, uh, it's just our guardian who knows.
0: Man.
1: Maybe the Vanguard. Uh, Nimbus doesn't have Charizard level clearance.
0: Yeah, Nimbus definitely only has like Chiquita banana clearance. Like, I don't know. <laughs> man. Like,
1: Chiquita banana clearance.
0: When you only have Chiquita banana clearance, you don't have Charizard level clearance. <laughs> like yeah. you're definitely. I mean, with Weasel level clearance, you're not gonna get shit. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> yeah.
0: It's just
2: uh
1: No, so like that that that's the big issue that I had with it is that the way that the quest was advertised, oh, yeah, you're going to be learning about the veil. There was nothing.
0: Yeah, there was nothing there. I did really appreciate, like, the relationship stuff. Yes. With Chioma SE and Maya Sundarash. Like, that, to me, was, like, the highlight. The low light was the... We thought, like, the Ishtar Collective, like, brought the veil here. And I'm, like, in the trunk of their car? Did they... (laughs) How did they bring it here? Like, did they blow it up like a beach ball? How? How, Nimbus?
1: No, just bungee cords.
0: Bungee cords, obviously. Bungee fucking bungee cords. (gasps) Like... You don't... (sighs) The Veil quest is not great, but the gameplay was fun. Um, I had a good time. Also, okay, I do have to say, the best part, we Mm -hmm. walked over the Veil, and I had my music turned all the way up for once. I never play with my music on. The Veil music is so nice. Yeah. I had this, like, overarching sense of calm. Yep. Like, actual, like, physical calm. Like, I haven't been calm in like months because my job is super stressful
1: you haven't been calm since i've known you
0: thank you (laughs) i think
1: and Uh, i've known you for like what five years now
0: but at least (laughs) more than Um, that easily more than that and
1: and and no like i i I, I completely agree like the 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 soundtrack specifically for that room like it it's very calming and it gets you into that mind state. And then and then the game throws a tormentor at you. Yeah. And just fucks your zen.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, one last thing before we're done talking, since this is the longest twoggle. It's not actually. You've had longer twoggles. Um, yeah, before we talk about the final shape teaser, um, so Zivu Wrath is voiced finally. Hey, oh my God. Like, yeah. Zivu Rath only talks in capital letters. I always play my game with subtitles on because I have a problem. I, if we haven't talked about it before, I am deaf in one ear. So. <laughs> um, but. So, Zifu Wrath is voiced by Kimberly Brooks, who is the voice of Ashley Williams from Mass Effect. So, that's so cool. I think that's really neat. Yeah. I kill her every single time I play Mass Effect. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's cool. The space racist is playing Zifu Wrath. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Kimberly Brooks isn't though. Ashley Williams says Kimberly well, yeah. Brooks is a very good voice actress. She has done so many things. Her IMDb page is very long. She is immensely talented. I am so glad that they got such a good voice actress to play her. She is so, 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 so good. Like,
1: oh, my so God. Good. I'm space, just like the space racist has progressed to genocide.
0: Ashley Williams is not Zebu Wrath. I mean, just because we have the Mass Effect, like, fish tank does not mean this is now Mass Effects. We are not, like, it's not that much of a crossover. She hasn't been reborn into Zebu Wrath. Oh, my God. <laughs> we, that's, not, that's not how this works. Okay.
1: But no, one like, one last- it, it was cool actually hearing the character because this is the oh first time. Oh, my gosh. She, like, this is the first time we've actually heard her. We've seen her in like a few ink block cutscenes, but like, yes, and we saw her before the worm transformation mm-hmm. in the actual cutscene on Fundament. But like,
0: yeah, looking like a bunny,
1: but like, this Look- is the first time that we've actually heard her. I'm expecting that before the end of the year, the destiny year, not calendar year, um, right we're actually going to fight her like see her physically
0: i think so too i think you're right i think it'll be good um the i just really enjoyed um hearing all her voice lines and she has a lot of them it seems like every single time we fight and have those like i don't know she gathers her forces we just like hear her yelling at us she had some like one of the lines in one of the opening ones was her saying like sagira died well and like say 14 got so fucking mad oh my god He was yelling, and I'm like, dude,
3: (laughs) don't
0: get fucking, don't get State 14 riled up because he will yell at you. And it was scary, and it was not expected. And I was like, oh my God. I was, was, he was savage. Like, oh,
1: I was sitting there, and I'm like, I know he's on my side. I have to remind myself he's on my side because this is scary as shit.
0: He was so angry and I was like, oh my god, (laughs) like this guy is pissed. My god. It was was so awesome to hear,
1: but like it was also frightening because he is that gentle character.
0: He's been like only gentle the entire time. And then suddenly he's just like really, 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 really angry. And I'm like, yeah, he is mad. <laughs> he is mad for Osiris.
1: Like he, he went from playing with pigeons and feeding them, you know, bird seed to being a fucking grizzly bear and ready to rip somebody's arm off.
0: Oh, and beat them to death with it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like yeah. it was it was such a quick turn and it was so amazing.
0: Yeah. Easily. Anyway, the final shape teaser came out today because PlayStation had their like big PlayStation reveal file shape teaser trailer is here. Elemis, walk me through it.
1: Oh, my God. <sighs> I'm not so, emotionally
0: ready for this.
1: So it's it's Ikora talking and she talks about how like, you know, we've done all these crazy things over the last Two or three years, you know fighting alongside enemies that we normally would fight against um and and you know taking down gods and like just all the crazy shit that guardians like our guardian has done, and then she goes, but all through it, I wish you would have been there and then heyde stands up and says. You know, kiddo, me too. But I'm here now. Wherever here is. And it's just... I, I didn't realize I missed the character as much as I did until that moment. Like, I was all in the camp of like, you know, Cade's dead. He's never coming back. Perfectly fine. Like, Destiny needs to move on. But then the teaser came out and it hit me like a truck.
0: I was crying when I watched
1: it. I'm still tearing up thinking about it. Like it's
0: the first time I watched it. I was like waiting for stuff to boil at like the hot play, like in the hood at work. And I like was just standing there watching it and like, her blue drink and i was like oh no don't do this to me like i knew immediately like what they were doing and i'm like oh no i can't i can't do this and then it was just oh my god and they went through like everything we'd been through and then he's like you see everything with kate i'm like
1: "Fuck!"
0: and oh my
3: god
1: see, the emotions. See, see what made it worse for me personally was the fact that like Five minutes before, I had gotten a a message from Orchid about some sad lore that we're going to be diving into next week. And,
2: Ah.
1: And so, like, I was starting to poke and prod into that. So I was already emotional. And then the wacky uncle came back to life. And it was just tears streaming down my face.
0: Oh my god! Uh, yeah, next it's... week we're doing more Shaira's story, so look forward to that emotional train wreck. Um, yeah, but just like prepare yourselves now. So
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: you have a week to prepare yourselves for that. Um, the I I'm I'm kind of torn on Cade, like. We've had a long time to get over his death, and I don't think a lot of us who played D1 ever did. Right, like I still haven't. Kind of.
1: Like I was able to process everything, but hearing his his voice lines, and they they actually are voiced by Nathan Fillion, the yeah, original voice Nathan actor Fillion. of the original voice actor of Cade. Yeah, Um, it's not
0: a stupid flashlight.
1: (laughs) Nolan North does his best.
0: You know what? He should stay in his lane and just do hot adventure stuff and not, you know, be Cade.
1: I I agree. Like, the way that they did that really kind of irked me. Still kind of does. But that aside um the the fact that like they they're bringing him back and it was just in a teaser a 30 second teaser i like i said earlier i'm i was totally in the camp of like cade's not coming back we've moved on we're you know destiny is is going down this dark road but like then we jump back into, like, the, the teaser happened, and I'm, I'm starting to question how I really feel about that.
0: Yeah. I mean, I would be lying if I said I wasn't excited. Because it's the end of Destiny 2. And it he, he could come back for five minutes or the entire right. game, and I would still be really happy just right. to have him.
1: No, that, so. that, that's exactly it. Um,
0: because i didn't realize how much i missed him until now
1: right like we processed the grief we we got over Cade, and then all of a sudden like we see him in the teaser and it just it hit me like a truck like i was not expecting the emotions that i felt and here i i i didn't think that bungie could really surprise me And they completely did. Either way, um, if you haven't seen it, I highly suggest you go check out the teaser itself. It's all of maybe 30 seconds, 45 seconds, like it's less than a minute.
0: Yeah, I think I mean with like buffers with like, oh, Destiny 2 and stuff. It's like probably 45 seconds if you cut that stuff off. It's like I think it's actually like one minute exactly. But right, you should definitely go watch it. They also announced Marathon today, which we all knew was coming. It's just a Tarkov extraction game, so if you like Tarki, then you're really going to be excited. If you don't like Tarky, then you're not going to care. So,
1: and somebody said it in Lore Hub today that essentially it, the way that the games have gone and are are projected to go by. community if you want the bungee pve experience you go to destiny 2 if you want the bungee pvp experience you go to marathon
0: yep i think that's pretty much um what's gonna happen so if you want to play like turkey you want an extraction game but you want you know that destiny Two like really good gun feel then you're just gonna have to go play marathon
1: yeah uh lord network ad
0: Yeah, Lore Network ad.
1: Okay.
4: Have you ever wished that someone could just read you the lore? Destiny Lore Audiophile may be just the podcast you've been looking for. Join us as we bring the stories of Destiny to life. With straight readings of your favorite lore, with no analysis or commentary... Or as we breathe life into these tales with acting, sound effects, and music. Currently, you can find Destiny Lore Audiophile on Podbean, Spotify, and iTunes at Destiny Lore Audiophile. Audiofile is spelled with a PH instead of an F. You can find both readings and radio dramatizations of selected lore books and web lores by talented voice actors from the Destiny community. Episode releases will be announced from our Twitter pages, at Hey It's Orcid and at Rendell Zivas, so be sure to follow and subscribe so you don't miss a single performance. See you there.
1: So, how was that ad?
0: Super good. Really long.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alright, uh, brief intro to the topic. Um, these are the actual class items for Guardian Games 2023. Uh, and then we have.
0: And the Sparrow.
1: Yep. We also have the Sparrow along with it. We specifically are not going to be reading them, but we have a audio drop from our friends at Destiny Lore Audio File.
0: All of our talented friends over at our side project, Destiny Lore Audio File. I am so happy that everyone we asked at the very last minute was able to participate. So. Thank you to all of our actors and actresses that agreed to do this project. Thank you so, 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 so very much. And I'm going to shout out our narrator because he refused to name himself when he did the narration. Thank you, Beard Grizzly, um, ex-lore person who doesn't do Destiny Lore anymore. But thank you, Beard Grizzly, for doing the narration for us. Who also did the narration in 2021 as well for Destiny Lore Audio File who is a very good friend of mine and agreed to do the narration for us again because I conned him into it. So thank you. I appreciate it.
3: He's
1: good people.
0: He is good people. I appreciate it. And he's very funny. So this is uh, Guardian Games 2023. Please enjoy. As edited by Randall and Chuck, the two best directors I could possibly ask for.
2: Hello all, and welcome to our reading of this year's Guardian Games 2023 lore-related items. I am your narrator. I may sound familiar, but don't let that fool you. You've never heard my voice whatsoever. Ever, ever, ever before. Never. Never, ever. Anyway, let's get on with this. Phoenix Ascendant Bond. Fate will sweep away everything in its current but you will divert its flow. They found Kalogaro in one of the hangar's storage rooms, seated in a lotus position and surrounded by inert cargo loaders. Vasira and Hex exchanged glances. The two of them shuffled into the room and looked down at their fellow warlock. Hey,
4: Cal, what are you doing? Through my light, I impose my will upon the universe. If I concentrate hard enough, I can reach out to the Traveler itself. It will whisper the underlying truth of existence directly into my brain, and I will sweep away the Black Fleet with a single well-aimed thought. Cal, are you crying?
0: No. Hey, be nice. Ikora revoked his the Natanod's
4: license. Ooh, it, okay.
1: Well, we're pooling our glimmer to put down a bet for the Guardian games this year. <laughs> you in, Cal?
4: I gave all my glimmer to House Light. Currency isn't real. Light and Darkness? light and darkness are real.
2: I suppose Caligaro hasn't had his yearly visit from Shin Malfur recently. Oh, what a dredgen. So are food and
1: equipment. Cal, do you know how Glimmer works?
0: Don't worry about it. We'll just offer Spider one of those old paintings you found. He loves junk
4: like that. You know, art. I still don't know why he does that. How are we supposed to compete if Cal is busy going through whatever this
0: is? I'm sure he's got his priorities in order. Hey, Cal. What does the Traveler say about letting the Titans and Hunters win the Guardian Games this year?
2: Caligaro's eyes flew open. The Traveler says
4: to kick their
2: asses. See, I told you. Something about dredgens and ass-kicking or something. Eh, it fits. At least in my mind. Serpent's Glory, Mantle. At the far edge of everything they know, only you will recognize what awaits. Tashi raced nimbly across the surface of the crashed vessel, tracing a familiar route across its warped and broken beams. He made a graceful somersault into the alcove nestled behind the ruined propulsion systems. The laser grid inside decapitated him instantly. One by one, the charges lining the entrance exploded into plumes of flame and smoke. When all the noise had died down, Tashi's ghost floated inside the wreck, made a careful scan of the vicinity, and rezzed him.
3: Oh, God.
2: (laughs) When your plan involves death, it may not be the best plan, can I say? Wait a minute, I'm talking about hunters. Those are the best plans! I set new traps. They're on a timer.
3: That's not fair! I had it that time! Tashi
2: perched on a creaking railing and looked down at his companions far below. Shrike was lying on his back in the grass, hugging an exotic engram to his chest. Nautrix, the elixne, standing beside Shrike, waved up at Tashi in greeting.
3: Good.
2: We talked to Prakash
4: and Spider. We bet twice.
3: We buy a ship. Sure. But he didn't finish the course. No exotic engram for Tashi. I've had enough practice. I'm going to win the game single-handedly. You know, for all the hunters. And honorary hunters?
2: Yes.
4: Okay. So, now you two work
2: together. Keep focused.
3: I could beat this dumb course, no problem. If I wanted to...
2: Notrix watched Tashi storm away across the wreckage. He heard the shrill whine of the laser grid come back online and the thump of a body hitting the hall.
3: It's a
0: safe bet, Notrix. I wouldn't worry.
2: You hunters and your silly games. Lion's Reign Mark When the world begins to crumble, they will look to you to hold up the sky.
4: Remember who this is all for. All the old orders and
3: heroes. Radagast, Yolder, Waning, Oros.
1: Okay.
3: Everyone is counting on
1: us, Sledge. So get that speed up. Ladrilla will be firing at you to simulate
3: a high pressure environment.
1: Uh you mean near me, right? Right? <laughs>
3: this done and
2: we'll celebrate at the Blustery Brew. Okay, go. Sledge yelped and took off across the makeshift obstacle course. They watched him scamper from cover to cover, leaping against the gaps they'd filled with white paint to represent vexed milk, clamoring from walls they'd covered with electrified rods. Ladrillo fired a few shots lazily into the air, and Sledge surged Forward in a desperate charge, tackling the final target dummy through the bounding wall the next building over. They heard more crashing from inside. Does that count? Sure does. Luminous Paragon. The height of the climb matters less than the number of people you can guide to the summit. Commanders of Allah. There's little privacy in Spider's new bar, but as far as ex-Guardian Prakash can tell, the patrons are doing a reasonable job of keeping clear. Like him, they aren't sure how negotiations are going to play out. Huh. Looks like you've settled
4: into your new bolt hole just fine.
3: We've both had to adapt to changing circumstances. I know the Vanguard Commander doesn't appreciate your current line of work.
4: Hey, now. I'm just a bookie. Here to talk about the Guardian Games.
3: Ah, yes. The Guardian Games. Titans, Warlocks, and Hunters. All competing for the city's affections. I'm definitely here. Killing on the side.
2: Prakesh glances back at his awoken bodyguard, Tulnik. Tulnik looks bored, but he's paid to appear unflappable. Word on the street is you've taken some recent
4: interest in the games yourself. Oh.
3: Oh. I suppose my associates enjoy a little blood sport from time to time. I do hope they weren't stepping on any toes.
4: Just wasn't expecting any dance partners.
3: Although, now that you mention it, yes, I could see these Guardian games becoming very popular down here and there of he Yeah, uh, sure. HouseLine is bound to get a taste for it with a little targeted marketing. Who wouldn't want to support their favorite guardian house? Now, I don't really know how it all works, but someone like you could explain it to the others in simple Terms. Expand your reach to our little corner of town.
4: That'd be a lot of new bets. And what can I do for you, Spider? <laughs> 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 ah,
3: there, see? Now, we're talking business. I'm sure we can come to a reasonable
2: agreement. Gee, Spider, get a room. Well, not much, I do hope that you all enjoyed the readings that we had here for you for Guardian Games 2023. Perhaps we'll see you next year and may the best Guardians win.
1: So, um,
0: that was very good. <laughs> that was an amazing
1: job, guys, girls, yeah. and bees.
0: And bees, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you for including me. Um, uh, so first we had um, the warlocks, and the warlocks have problems, um, like every year the warlocks
1: <laughs> absolutely
0: seemed, the warlocks seem to really um just have their head up their asses i like to think maybe
1: they they're, they're pre- pretentious like always
0: yeah so they were on the phoenix ascent bond um the warlocks this year got silver if you were wondering the actual flavor text, Faye will sweep away everything in its current, but you will divert its flow. Very warlocky.
1: Mm-hmm. Um
0: this year they usually would just have like I did go back and listen to 2021 before I actually like did this episode. And this is the first year they actually like named all of the characters because before they had like Arc Strider or Yeah. Like they just had classes or like whatever super you use or whatever you. You know, one of them was Sunsinger, which I didn't even know was still a thing. But apparently right. you can still be a Sunsinger if you just put your mind to it. But um, they all have names now, which I think is really, really cool. Right. Absolutely. But this this poor guy, Caligero or Cal is crying.
1: <laughs> I just I just love I love the way this this entire entry just kind of like starts. Like Caligero starts with like this this very warlocky monologish mantra. Mhm and then he get they get called out you know are you crying no no <laughs> <laughs> like it's just it's perfect for a warlock because it's it's literally like he's I, I don't even know if it's a he they or whatever but but they they just kind of they say something and then they get so moved by what they just said that they start crying and it's like dude really so
0: I think it's
1: he, that's bees is the one who did that one. Oh, that's gonna be good
0: yeah so we're recording this because we haven't heard it yet because we haven't finished editing it but you've you've heard it
1: yeah <laughs> yeah
0: oh it's hard to do this and we can't hear it but everyone else can
1: Through audio magic
0: uh, so hard. You can edit all that out. It's so I frustrating I'd be able to hear it. <laughs> but yeah, it's Bees. It's Bees and Sapphire and I are the Warlocks. Okay. Bees plays Caligero. Uh, Sapphire plays uh, Basera, and I play Hex.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Caligero or Cal... <clears throat> is a Thanatonaut, And we know from other lore that Thanatonauts try to find that very edge of life and death. Yep. And so are constantly killing themselves. And are constantly flinging themselves off the tower. Or uh, we had that in Ghost Stories. We had that Thanatonaut that you played.
1: Yeah. That was fun.
0: Yeah. So they've tried to kill themselves in many different ways in order to find that like fine line between life and death to try to get as close to the traveler i think as possible is that what like the anatomy is
1: it's kind of like trying to chart death
0: okay like
1: they're trying to do accomplish the same thing that oryx was trying to accomplish but through different means
0: interesting
1: Oryx was doing it by killing everything and then, you know, having his siblings kill him. Whereas Thanetanots are just jumping off of cliffs and walls and shooting themselves in the head.
0: And burning themselves and whatever. Yeah. Right. And apparently you need a license to do this.
1: Yeah, that's new to me.
0: I did not know you needed a license to do this. I thought you could just be wild and kill yourself a bunch. Like... Which didn't know you needed a license. Apparently, you do. Which so
1: that starts bringing up a whole set of of like thoughts of like, okay, so if you need a license to be a Thanatonaut, that means they're organized. They're not just one off people trying to to do research.
0: Yeah, there is like probably a whole wing of study. Yeah,
1: like there's a full order.
0: No, that's so cool. There's like a bunch of them, and they all organize and have meetings where they probably all kill themselves together.
1: Which then means they're a death cult.
0: Wow, that was not where I was going <laughs> with that, but okay. Me.
1: Am I wrong?
0: No, but <laughs> okay, hold on. Two seasons ago... Or two years ago in Guardian Games, the Hunters were called the Death Dealers because they were edgelords. So are they dealing the death for the (laughs) Thanatonauts? Maybe. We'll never know. I don't know. I just say words.
1: We don't just kill Guardians in the Crucible. Come here, Thanatanaut.
0: We kill them everywhere. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs)
1: Uh, Oh, man. But yeah, warlocks are pretentious as always.
0: Oh, my God.
1: It's it's great.
0: I get kind of annoyed by the whole like warlocks are super pretentious thing, but they are because every single year they're always like, they just float on by in this invisible wind. There's no wind, but they're just being annoying about it. (laughs) So just like, shut up shut up it's true though yeah,
1: yeah. Hmm. and i mean it, they really play into the the memes specifically for for these classes during guardian games yeah it i can see getting annoyed by it but at the same time it's like it's an event that doesn't even take itself seriously in it all aspects so like
0: Yeah, I mean Loosen up. Uh, I I love just doing bounty the event.
1: Yeah. It's my
0: favorite bounty the event.
1: No, I, I agree with you. It's the event itself is not great.
0: No, it's not. And
1: But the lore that comes with it is freaking amazing.
0: The lore that they drop every year is the funniest. So I will continue to look forward to Guardian Games simply for the lore, (laughs) not for anything else. Yep. Uh, Okay, so the next one was Serpent's Glory Mantle. And this was the hunter outfit. Cape. Hunter cape. Hunter blankie. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this one was really cool because it wasn't just a hunter, but there were also Elixni. So I thought that was really neat. Okay, that is included cool. Elixni this year. So that was very neat. So we have Tashi and we have Shrike and we also have Notris. Notris is the um Elixni that is the hunter that isn't a hunter. I guess I would say like hunter uh, honorary hunter.
1: I am totally down for that.
0: Yeah. I think that's really cool.
1: Cuz like if if you look at at the actual enemy abilities, Mhm. The closest to hunter abilities are the Elixni.
0: They really are, yeah. Because they can scramble around and they have, like, dodge abilities and...
1: They're very much about stealth and they have knives. Like, it's... Elixni are enemy hunters.
0: So then what would you say would be the Warlock and Titan equivalents then?
1: Uh, Warlock would end up being Vex. Uh, You both have the Force Push melees.
0: Oh, that's true. We do,
1: and the Titan one would be Cabal.
0: I'd say we'd also be kind of Hive. Yeah, because we have like I can Hive are see kind of that. all of them. I think Hive are definitely yeah. Titan and Warlock.
1: Well, and and it, I mean it, it for Hive specifically, it depends on on which specific enemy. Yeah. Because there are ones that have specific abilities from, you know, hunters or warlocks or titans.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, especially now that they have our supers now, so.
1: Oh my god, right?
0: (laughs) I'm so annoyed at that still.
1: (laughs) So it's kind of like the other three enemy races are the three guardian classes, but then Hive are the universal one.
0: Right. That's true. Yeah. They're just us, but they're just us.
1: They're, <laughs> they're us, us but ugly. But against humanity.
0: <laughs> uh
1: Did you just say but ugly?
0: Yeah, they're just us but ugly. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was gonna say they're us but cringe, but <laughs> it's like not correct. Because like, they're, like, kind of badass, but they're all just spiky all over the place. Like, they're just us, but tetanus. <laughs> oh God.
1: Anyway. Oh.
0: Anyway, um, so I thought this was really neat. So they're doing, like, a time trial. And they're trying to, like, race around and, like, beat the time trial. So Tashi, who is played by Tom, who usually does for Destiny Lore Audiophile, he does uh, our Saint 14, Um, if you've listened to our stuff before. And so we asked him at the last minute, we were going to have Sassy, who's done our Hunter in the past, but he's really sick. So we had to replace him. Um,
1: well, that sucks.
0: Yeah, but Tom did a really good job. So... <laughs> um so tom is our Tashi, and then our shrike was played by um sammy auburn who is rindle's wife and um our Nautris was played by rindle because they're both hunters we tried to keep everyone that we got to play all these parts are played by the people who play those classes so we did not like get people who didn't play the classes to play those parts, which I thought was really neat. That is cool. Yeah. Everyone stayed in their lane.
1: God. The fact that they're just racing around, like that's...
0: Hunters have it's to SRL. do that. SRL. Hunters are speedy. Hunters are very speedy. And that's something that I love about playing a hunter when i'm on my hunter and i like to watch hunters when they play is that they're speedy and they jump around a lot and that's something that this really illustrates absolutely especially having the elixir in this as well i think that's really neat so i like this one i like that they included uh elixir
1: I do, too. It it shows that, that like they're actually being integrated into the city. It's not just, you know, you've got that one group who's just kind of like staying off to themselves, but staying in the same house.
0: Yeah. I think it's good. The third one we have was the Lion's Reign mark, which was the Titans. um <laughs> So, the Titans are great. You're super funny. The Titans are also training. They're training super hard. God damn it. Elmas, walk us through this.
1: Yeah, so the Titans are using one specific Titan for target practice. (laughs) And he's kind of nervous about it, rightfully so. Um, I they got I, a
0: big, you've got a big target, so
1: the the best the best thing here, it's it's early into the mark. It's uh, Vasara Five is is saying, you know, everyone is counting on us, Sledge. So get that speed up. Ladria will be firing at you. To simulate a high pressure environment, and Sledge is like, "Uh, you mean near me, right? Right?" And then there's just a dark chuckle, like <laughs> that is like that's that's all the, the the setup you really need for this. Like it's just it's amazing.
0: I think it's very funny, and I it's just. So good. So good.
1: Like, poor Sledge. (laughs) So good. (laughs) The narrator's
0: description is Sledge runs around, and he doesn't get shot. He gets shot near. And I think, like...
1: He's bobbing and weaving.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you're you're bobbing and weaving, but, like, he doesn't (laughs) even shoot near you. He just shoots straight up in the air. (laughs) Like... You're just running around uh-huh. like crazy. Yep, <laughs> uh, it's just very good. Um, these are all just very funny.
1: Like I said, like th- these are th- amazing. Like, mm-hmm. especially the. I, I mean, I I'm involved with the and Titan is my main, so like I have a bias there.
0: We all do. That's why we only got Titans to read the Titans, and that's why we only got Hunters to read the Hunters, and we only got Warlocks to read the Warlocks. We do that every year.
1: Well, and and that's why it's Guardian Games. Like,
0: yeah, you do your bias. You have your bias. Yeah. What's the point? The point of Guardian Games is that it's fun and it's dumb. Like, yep. there's no deeper like meaning behind it. Nope. And that's why I like reading these every year. Like. It's like take out brain, like insert soup. Like there's nothing.
1: (laughs) Insert soup. There's nothing.
0: Yeah. Insert soup. The last one is the Luminous Paragon, which is actually is a continuation of the story we've had going on for years. Yes. Since Guardian Games started. I will say from last time, To bring you up to speed, if you have not been playing Guardian Games or did not listen to old episodes, the first time that we had Guardian Games, we had all of the different teams making bets with Prakesh, who was a bookie, um, who used to hang out at the base of the tower with his hulking bodyguard, who is an ex-corsair. Yeah. And always doing weird shit. Standing next to him. <laughs> and like usually just like the most random stuff in every single one. Um, the first year the hunters bet uh Shax's horn and the yeah. warlocks I remember that lost one. their um Fellwinter's helm. And that was my warlock. And I got very upset because I love Fellwinter's helm. That's what I wear. And then I did not have it anymore. And um, the Titans bet on the hunters because they didn't understand how bets work. And that's how the first year
1: ended up. Oh, my God.
0: It was very funny. It was very good. We today on Twitter, we posted that episode so you can go back and listen to it. The, the um, fact
1: that the Titans, like, bet against themselves and then were like, "Yes, yeah, we're not going to throw it. Like, why would we yeah. throw it?
0: Why would they throw it? There's there's no reason. That's so good. It's so, so good. <laughs> the year after that was a continuation of that story where um, that was when Spider was starting to make his move. Perkesh was feeling like a little bit of that heat. And so you actually have the continuation. They have like mention of Prakesh like wearing Felwinter's Helm because they had that continuation from the year before. So you have like all these like little things mentioned from the prior year in the next year's like bond and cloak and butt towel. They're called butt towels, aren't they? Yep. Yeah, I figured or at were. least that's what I call it. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh.
1: Yeah. Like you you covered it. I think so. Holnick. Holnick is-, is the awoken bodyguard's name.
0: Yeah, that's his name.
1: Oh, that, that.
0: God. I keep forgetting his stupid name. Yep. Knew there was something.
1: And it, it's actually a he. Which is rare for the Awoken, but like not super rare.
0: Yeah, he was always a hulking bodyguard. I did remember that. Yeah. Mm hmm. mm -hmm. Yeah. But I do know that they mentioned the Elixney Quarter a lot. um, And they did say the word goober last year in the Warlock Bond. I do remember that as well.
1: Oh, and see, like, I I remember the general stories. I don't remember any specifics.
0: I just remember that because it was really stupid. And so it was made me very just happy. But this one was last year's were all about, like, how they were making bets, but they were making them with Spider and not making them with Prokesh, because they were all going to the Elixir quarter instead. Yeah. Because he had moved into the quarter. So they were getting better bets from Spider than they were getting from um, Percash. So Prakash was trying to figure out who was stealing all of his bets. So yeah. And Spider didn't die.
1: Not for lack of want.
0: Not for lack of want. But yeah. So that was last year. So this year, the continuation of all the stories... Now continues on luminous Paragon. I am a little upset that they didn't continue all the story on all of the bonds and cloaks and butt towel like last year, and they only did it on the sparrow but
1: but at the same time like i I do see the fact that they were trying to like they were specifically trying to go for the gar- the classes themselves and then perkesh was gonna be a separate thing because that is a guardian games specific character. Yes. So like I understand it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm a little mm-hmm. peeved, but not enough to really feel one way or the other.
0: Yeah. It's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Either way, still fun reads.
0: It's true. Yeah. So, 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 um, the sparrow. This is a great conversation between Prakesh and Spider. And that's pretty much it. They're trying to just like feel themselves out. They're really, it's just like two great voice actors talking to each other and spider being super horny.
1: Yeah, I noticed that in in, in-
0: those were the notes that were put in the script. <laughs> Yep, I I,
1: I, I noticed there. that in the script.
0: <laughs> Rindle put them there. That wasn't me.
1: Like, at the very end, just in <laughs> all caps, this horny bitch. <laughs>
0: that
3: wasn't me, that
0: was Rindle. Rindle scripts everything. I know I'm the producer, but Rindle writes the script. Okay, this lore entry is essentially the two of them considering how to do business together and work around each other without Spider being a horny bitch. But the way that our actor does Spider... uh, it's really horny. So yeah.
1: I mean, yeah. Still don't like the fact that you're referring to, to spider like that, but yeah.
0: I mean, it's Chuck. Uh, Chuck uh, made spider horny. So.
1: Well, and I I mean, looking at the actual text, like it lends itself that way. Yeah. But it's, Still don't like it because uh, like I, I am also like Spider is one of my most hated characters right like, behind Savathun.
0: The whole point is Spider is trying to take advantage of the Elixir by having all of them beat on Guardian Games as well or bet on Guardian Games. And the best way is to have Prakesh explain it in tiny, tiny words to him so they can get lots and lots of bets going. Yeah. And that's like the whole point. Because they want to take advantage of all of the like sne.
1: Yeah.
0: So. Yeah. That's the whole point. And I think it was really well done. So.
1: Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like it it was well done. It's just Vader is one of those characters that I just I really want to put a bullet in.
0: <laughs> i mean eventually maybe probably not though the spider's very slippery yeah Mhm. but did you enjoy it i'll ask you this time
1: i did there was like it there was enough wackiness that it was fun to actually you know read and and It's not, like, it's very surface level for the majority of it. There are maybe, like, one or two pieces that you actually could dive further, like the Thanatonaut license.
0: Yeah, I thought that was cool.
1: But for the most part, like, it's very surface level. It's, there's no deeper meanings. Sometimes it's nice having that. Yeah.
0: It's kind of nice to, like, unplug your brain and just, like, read something fun. Yeah. 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 I mean, Destiny's gotten like so dark and so awful that it's nice to just have something fun for once. Yeah. Especially just like after today and like I read all of um, like our fire team's stuff. I say our fire team, but it's like all of the trials gear. And I was just like so emotionally destroyed for like hours after that. And, like, the trailer for Final Shape that I was just like, oh, my God, I can't, like... Yeah. I This is just nice and light and fun and a good time. That, like, you really can't be mad at it. So... No. And I got my Reveler seal out of it. So... Nice. Yeah. And I got some, like, good rolls on guns. So, I mean... Big success
1: I still need uh, solstice in order to get the Ah. reveler seal
0: well you will get it this season
1: if I care enough about solstice yeah
0: oh come on just get it and you'll have the seal
3: yeah
1: no like I know that that's that's the thing it's just it's more about the fact that I just need to sit down and actually grind it out
0: right yeah
1: when it's available
0: yeah but i mean it's yeah i mean it's garden games guardian games is done check mark woo yeah finished yeah so good stuff
1: orchid uh shout outs
0: um mm, oops i forgot Yeah. Okay. Shout out to everyone that was involved in DLA for both this and for um, Lucent Tales, which um, or yeah. Yeah. Hello. What? What? uh lucid stories whatever the fuck it's called <laughs> yeah lucid tales yeah we're still doing that it's we're not even we have we just recorded everything we haven't we we're, we're, we haven't even edited it yet but um dla or destiny lore audio file is a project that um green from focus fire chat started like years ago And we used to release stuff like way more often and like Rendell and I just like, don't have the time. So she gave me the project uh, a long time ago and was like, please take good care of this. And I was like, Oh God. And, um, (laughs) it's, uh, I asked Rendell to help and, uh, is, uh, he's now just the, Creative director of the whole thing because he does most of the editing, and I'm just the executive producer. I do all of the admin stuff, and I couldn't ask for a better partner in all of this. And we also have Chuck doing a lot of the editing, and it's become like a really good project, and we just do it when we can, but we do like just a few. Per year now because they're they've changed a lot from like we're just gonna read the lore to you to like we're gonna make this like a radio production series <laughs>
1: like yeah it,
0: definitely it, like we varied widely from like what it used to be it used to be just it, like we're gonna read a thing to you to like full on like audiobook production like,
1: it, it used to be you know yeah it, it's an audiobook and now it's like a full-on audio drama
0: it's an audio drama like it's a whole big thing now and like i couldn't do it without the two of them because like i don't i don't have the talent to do the thing that the people that we asked to do this with um and it's only as strong as all the people that we have help and none of us get paid for it we all do this just like with the free time that we have And it's all like such a labor of love. And we put like hours and hours and hours and hours of like hard work into this. And like all the actors are so talented and we all love this so much. And so like, thank all of them for just doing this. It was like really on the fly. Like I texted people like during lunch at work. Like I just like wrote people down. I was like this person for this, this person for this, this person for this. And I just like cast everybody while I was sitting there at my desk not working and (laughs) like everyone was like yeah like i'll get it back to you in like 48 hours cool done neat and i was like i'm so blessed that everyone was just like so on board and like just so easy and thank you so much so yeah thank you that's my shout out thank you
1: i'll second that like it was, it was so touching to hear. I'll I'll second it, and I didn't have another shout out. So, oh, <laughs> uh. So this is the part of the episode we like to give special thanks. The audio for this episode was produced by Rindel Zivas. You can find him on Twitter at Rindel Zivas. The artwork and music for this episode is copyright bungee were able to use it under the fair use policy because they love their content creators. If you'd like to dive into Destiny Lore on your own, visit ishtar-collective.net. They are the resource we use to make our show notes.
0: Thank you, Baxter.
1: Thank you, Baxter. And final reminders. You can find us on Twitter at guardians underscore lore at heyitsorchid or at i underscore am underscore elemist. You can email us at guardians at outlook.com you can find us on Instagram at Guardians so Flore. Uh, You could also just leave us a five-star review wherever you find the podcast.
0: That's the correct number of stars. Thanks. <laughs> just kidding. You can leave us however many stars you want, but five stars is preferable, and I hope you enjoyed this podcast in order to leave five stars. Yeah. Thank you.
1: And if you'd like to join our Discord... It's discordgg lorehub. The invite is also in the episode description. All right, orchid. Say good night. Good night. Take care. Otters are furry.
0: They are. Did you know that sea otters have per square inch one million hairs? True fact.
1: I think I have an otter beat on hair.
0: No, you don't. They're the hairiest mammal on Earth.
1: They haven't seen me topless.
0: <laughs> Ugh. Elemist. That's not something to brag about. Anyway. Goodness. Okay, goodbye. Take care. <laughs> Never talking to you again. Okay, bye. <laughs>